Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. And I'm Wade Bearden, and we have a special episode for you today. Uh, it is going to be centered or focused on preaching on controversial topics. And I'm hoping, Justin, that this podcast episode will not be controversial in and of itself. Well, we live in the year in which it seems like everything is controversial, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's it's tough because you have to preach on controversial issues in your church, yeah. and there are different types of issues. There are going to be issues that uh, people outside the church, maybe who are visiting, who are not Christians, it'll be controversial to them, but maybe not controversial to the people who have been a part of your church for a while, and maybe that's uh, the exclusivity of Christianity and that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Uh, there might be issues that are controversial to people in your church, such as politics and racial justice. So you're going to be talking about those issues, and we want to give you some ideas on how you can do that uh, in a way that will hopefully help your people as they move forward and help people uh, to understand Christianity better. Yeah, so we've collected uh, tips uh, advice from from lessons we've learned, from lessons we've uh, observed from other pastors, the yeah. things that we've they, they've said and uh, shared with us, and so we're gonna happy to share those with you today. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and jump right in, and these are tips on how to talk about these issues, and hopefully, as you think through whatever controversial issue you're gonna be talking about, you can hopefully glean from this uh, some approaches that'll be beneficial. The first one is uh, be honest about your own biases. And look through other lenses. I mean, that is, it is so important. Even if you're approaching a topic or looking at a topic from the lens of someone you know you'll disagree with. So maybe someone who says, I don't believe Jesus actually rose from the dead. If you can understand where they're coming from, it'll help you to address those topics in a way that might be more persuasive and help you answer questions that they might have. Yeah, I remember, uh, Ed, this is, this is kind of a funny story, but it reminds me of this. I remember one of my first jobs in ministry, the Harry Potter, uh, not the Harry Potter, excuse me, the Da Vinci Code oh, the yeah. movies came out. And it yeah. was like this, all this rage, right? It was a big deal. And I remember the pastor's wife, uh, you know, was against, um, she told me to tell the youth not to go see it. We don't put any, any evil thing before our eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like this thing of like, uh, you know, I don't want to consider any of the opposing viewpoints. I don't want to think about those. I just have my viewpoint, and mm -hmm. that's what we're sticking to. And I think it's important, especially on controversial, and I'm not even saying the Da Vinci Code was that controversial. Mm -hmm. Looking back, it was just a great Tom Hanks movie. But um, that was right. That was the Da Vinci Code, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my movie uh, trivia here is a little... <laughs> we just had a baby, guys. A little... It's a little cloudy. Yeah, I mean, and, and Tom Hanks has a lot of movies out there, especially a lot where he plays the captain, and right. you know, he's the he's the he's the dad. He's the yeah. all American actor, right? Uh, yeah. The point is, though, like I th I think I agree with what you're saying totally. Um, when you're talking about something controversial, it's okay. It's actually I think it's beneficial mm -hmm. to acknowledge all sides and say, you know what, others have said this, and here's why they've said this, and this is why they stand a certain way or th this is why their posture is th that way i think it's important for you to sort of discuss those things because it, it really mm -hmm. um helps 
have a better understanding of uh, of how complex an issue can be. Because a lot of times, I think in our culture, right, in a Twitter culture, we tend to oversimplify everything. Like yeah. politics is oversimplified. Um, it's like you're left or you're right, and there's no complexity, there's no nuance. And I think the more that we can admit that there are nuances or there are complexities to certain topics, the better off we're going to be when talking about it. Yeah, and and it's one thing um, to sit down and say, hey, here's here's the book, The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown. And here are the things he gets wrong about history. And uh, here are the things the movie gets wrong. Uh, also, uh, here's why people are going to see it. And here's why Christians might see it. Yeah. And, and here's how we can talk about this. That's, that is a way of approaching this topic from the perspective of somebody else, but still holding fast to your convinc- convictions. Uh, the other tip, and this is really important, do not draw lines where the Bible does not draw lines. And... It almost goes without saying, but sometimes uh, we can draw a line in the sand and not realize that there are Bible-believing Christians who might look at that topic a little bit differently. And we're not we're not discussing things like the resurrection of Jesus or uh, certain important issues, but issues uh, that uh, might not be as clear-cut as as we might think and so having grace within that and even sharing maybe your convictions but also realizing hey here are some other christians that have these convictions and hopefully guiding your people along in that direction it reminds me of a series that we developed several years ago and Mm -hmm. it's a really popular series called the bible doesn't say that Mm -hmm. i think as christians growing up we always have these these thoughts and these beliefs or or these isms if you will Mm um and uh, these lines that have been drawn and, and mm-hmm. maybe we saw it on Facebook and we shared it and, and our people liked it. And then all of a sudden it becomes like gospel truth. And, yeah. and even though the Bible didn't explicitly draw a line there, it didn't actually say that. So, um, a, a shameless prep for ministry pass, download that series. It's a great <laughs> series. The Bible doesn't say that. Yeah. And it, and it's very important that we really dig in. Cause sometimes we think we know a particular issue and we know, a part of history yeah. and uh, we actually we actually don't know that and so digging into it and understanding the context and, and figuring that out um, the, the next um, important point I think is ask questions instead of making statements now this is not throughout your entire message because you do have to make statements sure. but guiding people along by asking thought-provoking questions and there's this there's this really great uh, illustration in a book called uh, Tactics by a man named uh, Gregory uh, Kokel. And he talks about how sometimes it's important that we just kind of put a pebble in someone's shoe. And what he means by that is uh, instead of trying to get them from A all the way to C or D in one conversation, we give them little things to think about to push them along. And I think that could be important here. As we talk about these important topics, we we say, hey, I'm just going to put this pebble in your shoe, something to think about. And that's just going to kind of rub against someone for a while. And they're going to be like, wow, okay, I didn't realize that before. And then we, we get them forward in this other direction. So think about doing that. Think about um, the importance of, of truth, right? But also the importance of persuasion. And that's that's incredibly important. I think we also touched on this in the next tip is present other viewpoints. I think Tim Keller 
uh, Dr. Uh, Timothy Keller does a really good job yeah. of uh, presenting other viewpoints. There was a study that he did, or he book he wrote a book called The Reason for God, which is yeah. an amazing book. Yeah, it's a great book. And then he did a sort of small group discussion with yeah. uh, a lot of non-believers. Yeah. And he sort of acknowledged all of their other viewpoints, and he did it in a way that was so fascinating to me. Like, if you've never watched that series from, yeah. from Timothy Keller. I've watched it like twice. Yeah, it's great. I, I watched it multiple times, and it's amazing how he just navigates the conversation with them. He welcomes their viewpoints mm-hmm. and asks questions, is curious at the same time without compromising his own. Yeah, and here's what we, we see a lot of times on social media. We see a lot of times in blogs that are written, and we also see this a lot of times in, in churches is we see straw manning. People prevent, present these straw man arguments for the other side. So what they do is uh, you take someone's perspective and you pull from it the weakest argument possible. So you put things in their mouths to make them sound silly or strange, or you distort their perspective uh, without offering proper reasons why they believe that thing in order to make your point seem clear. So that's when they, oh, you're presenting a straw man argument. You're presenting an argument that's not actually real. And so instead, I love what Alan Jacobs uh, says in his book, uh, How to Think. He says, present the steel man argument. So if you're talking about the resurrection of Jesus, just just use this as an illustration. It's Easter Sunday, and you're talking about, hey, we believe Jesus rose from the dead. This is why we believe it. Instead of just pulling kind of these silly arguments out of thin air, we go to some of the smartest people who don't believe Jesus rose from the dead, and we present some of their strongest arguments. And then from there, we go and we say, here's why I believe uh, that those arguments aren't, they, they don't suffice. So whenever you're presenting a point, I would encourage you, present the steel man argument and then go through and, 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 and work your way through that. Because if not, people are going to be like, oh yeah, that sounds really good. And then they're going to interact with someone who actually believes differently. And they're mm-hmm. going to say, wow, my pastor distorted uh, what these people actually think. And it'll come back to hurt you in the long run. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. Um, it goes back to, you know, presenting the other viewpoints is is a great strength. It's not actually a weakness. Um, the, the next tip is, uh, before you preach, share your notes with others. Mm-hmm. Share, share your notes with people that are uh, competent in, on this topic or familiar with this topic or experienced in preaching through difficult issues. I'm reminded, I don't even know if you want to share this story. We might have to edit this out. But mm-hmm. the, the dream story of the, of the guy that, that you knew, that the the person had the dream. It reminds me of the this episode reminds me of that with the with the flag and the the dream. The Nazis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um uh <laughs> so I'm just gonna take a sip of water. Uh, this was posted on a youth pastor's uh, Okay, so it wasn't your friend. It wasn't a friend, it was okay. a it was a youth pastor who uh, somebody in, in, in a Facebook group said, what's the, you know, the most embarrassing or terrible illustration that you did? And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know this person. I don't want to break confidence. So I won't share their name. Uh, maybe they're listening to this. I don't know. But it's, it's a hilarious story <laughs> about somebody who had a, an interesting idea. So yeah. um, in, in, in the time of Jesus' life, uh, the cross wasn't seen as what we see today. We we put the cross on our necks and in our houses. It was it's commercialized. As, yeah. yeah, it was seen as an instrument of death, 
And it would be like walking into someone's house. Uh, you know, if, if someone from the first century came to our homes today, it'd be like walking in and seeing an electric chair on the wall or around their neck or a noose. It was just, it, it was an instrument for criminals. And obviously it's been transformed and that's great. And we remember the cross and we see something beautiful. Um, but the, this, this uh, pastor was trying to emphasize on Easter Sunday what the cross meant. And so he thought to himself, what is a symbol that would provoke an emotional response? Yeah. The swastika. And so he wanted to uh, print out this huge banner of a swastika and put it behind his stage. And if I'm getting this right, cover it up and talk about the scandalous nature of the cross and then have like smoke and lights and say, it would be, it would be like this and then have it, have it fall down. And, and (laughs) he had trouble, according to this Facebook thread, he had trouble getting it printed because people were like, absolutely not we are not printing a giant swastika banner he finally tried to convince somebody to do it and he's moving forward on this deal and he had lunch with somebody and somebody says hey i had a dream from god that you did something in service and it was really bad and it brought a lot of negativity to the church and it was it was actually it was terrible this is about the media the media it was it was horrible and the guy's like, oh, you know, funny you say that. I was actually going to put a swastika on the wall this Easter Sunday. <laughs> uh, so luckily, he scraps the idea. Uh, by the and grace then, of God. By the great God. Have you ever had an idea so bad that God was like, I'm going to give someone a dream because that's a terrible idea? God, I mean, I appreciate God looking out for us in that way. Um, and so... He, he could have avoided this whole thing, right? If he if just he would have shared his, shared his shared, notes with a friend and yeah. somebody's like, hey, man, I know what you're trying to do, but a swastika is a swastika, right? Like, yeah. we, don't, we don't do that. Uh, so that's, that's kind of a funny story. So present your message, and people will help refine that. And they'll also, this leads to the next point, they'll also kind of help you out um, to remain humble, respectful, and loving. So it might be that your arguments are pretty airtight, but you need to be loving and respectful. So share your notes with other people and then have that stance. A good way to describe it is epistemological humility. Uh, uh, epistemology is, is how we know things. It's the study of knowledge. And we have to be humble in, in what we do know because you've all met people who are just like, they know all the answers and they're right. And, and usually those people are very difficult to talk to about these things. So have humility and say, hey, you know, I know this is tough. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to do my best to, to follow what, what I believe God's word is saying. So I think that's so important. Yeah, and I think too, like as pastors, right? We we've been looked to as the voice, right? The theological leader in the room for years and years and years. And there's this pressure, right, to be an expert on everything. And a lot of times, when you're having to wade through these controversial topics, they might be issues and things that you're not an expert on. And it's okay. It's okay for you to have this sort of spirit. Uh, of of humility and say, listen, um, I, I I don't consider myself an expert, but here's what I'm learning about this, and here's what mm-hmm. I've studied, and I've I've put in the work 
the past several weeks to, to bring this for you, before you today. I think that actually shows great character uh, and great strength from whoever's presenting mm-hmm. that those arguments. It's like, say, hey, hey, I, I'm learning with you yeah. uh, on this journey. Yeah, and, and I think, too, go to the experts. Read books because you can say, hey, here's what an expert said. Hey, here's what this Christian theologian says. Hey, and what you're doing is instead of saying, I know everything, you're saying, I'm learning and here are some great thoughts that emphasize what I'm what I'm talking about and you're actually uh, pushing people to to the experts I think that's wonderful. and if we're honest with ourselves I don't know about you you're a lot smarter than I uh, but I, I felt like the guy in catch me if you can Leonardo DiCaprio a lot the times when preaching I'm like a chapter ahead of everybody remember uh, that at the end no, of the movie I mean you, you say that but I, I taught a college course once and and uh, the person that was kind of getting me started uh, they said hey when you're teaching, sometimes you're just one lecture away uh, ahead of everybody else. And I'm like, man, that's true. Like you're just one lecture ahead of everybody else. And, and obviously you want to, you want to grow, but, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think that's important. You just, you're doing your best and everybody has imposter syndrome, right? Um, but go to the experts. I think that's uh, super important. And then, and we want to this is our final one. Um, maintain a christ-centered approach not an issue-centered approach yeah you don't want to get into legalism uh you want to say hey the reason uh, if it especially if it's a if it's an ethical issue or if it's a a justice issue you say hey the the reason we're doing this is because uh we want to be like christ because he is he is the culmination of the gospel story and we want to honor him in all that we do and uh, we want to honor him in our actions. We want to honor him in the way we treat other people. Keep it Christ-centered, because if not, it's just going to walk. You're going to walk away, and people are going to walk away, and it's just going to be like a set of rules. But if we're Christ-centered, it says, "Hey, Jesus has already saved us. He's given us grace, and now He's given us the power to change and the power to love other people and offer us grace." So that needs to be the crux of your entire message, uh, controversial or not. It's it's so important to include that and to make that uh, about your your preaching. And if you've struggled to find uh, series content or, or you know uh, frameworks for controversial topics, yeah. but you feel like they're important, we do have a few series on ministry paths that you can utilize. One is called Culture Wars. The other is Church and Politics. We have a few others as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we hope those resources are helpful in the very least for you. Yeah, I mean, we are getting we're gonna we're in a pretty wild political season and. It's gonna get worse, and that's what's crazy. It's right, you're, you're, you, you, it's raining, but you know the like the hurricane is still on the way, yeah. and uh, you're gonna to need to walk your people through that, and it's gonna get pretty wild, and it's it's gonna require sacrifice from you too. I mean, you're not gonna make everybody happy, and so there might be people who 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 leave churches because of things that go on uh, up to November and. And things happen, uh, but hopefully our resources will help you get a kingdom mindset as we think about these issues. How can we follow? How can we be part of, first and foremost, God's kingdom yep. above any other kingdom? And so, yeah, we have some great series uh, working through culture wars and church and politics, uh, and those really tackle the same subject. And um, our team put a lot of effort into that. So many people read through them to try to help give pastors uh, a starting place as they begin to write their messages. Yep.
Yeah. So th- that's a, that's the discussion for today. Uh, we next episode, we're actually gonna be talking, this is a fun episode, right? Uh, how to en- encourage giving at your church. Mm. And, uh, it's going to be a great episode. Speaking of controversial topics, right? Money. Yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. It's like a two part series here. Uh, but if you enjoy what you've uh, listened to, you can subscribe on Apple uh, podcasts or on Spotify. We know a lot of you listen on Apple and wherever, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe, turn on the notifications. So you see when we publish those and then for those of you watching on youtube you guys have been leaving us lots of comments thank you so much uh you can subscribe there and then today's episode is brought to you by the fly flying around uh, (laughs) our entire discussion where where did you go Uh, but yeah thank you to our um our sponsors mr fly today yeah (laughs) that's all we have for you guys we'll see you next time